plans for my crazy day. My packed commute. All those unread emails in my inbox. But I'm getting stronger, faster, and pushing myself further every day. I don't care if I'm not like everyone else. This punching bag is the best way to end my day. <laughs> Fearless is knowing yoga isn't your style. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits at fepblue.org slash get more. You are locked on Chargers, your daily podcast on the San Diego Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, Chargers fans. Welcome to another Monday edition of the Locked On Chargers podcast, part of the Locked On Chargers network, your team every day, five days a week. I, I, uh, I'm a little chippy today, all right, because I got very little sleep because I was in Indianapolis and had an early flight after a late night and had to put up with that nonsense we saw in Indy, all right? But first, this actually, this made my day, all right? The Locked On Chargers podcast, part of the Locked On Chargers network, your team every day. We have a new catchphrase, if you couldn't tell. Uh, we have a new theme song. Uh, some, one of our listeners, Kenyatta Martin, requested from East Village Times, one of the authors over there. Check him out. You can check out his, uh, his articles on the Chargers. Big Chargers fan. He was able to, uh, to come up with a theme song for the Locked On Chargers podcast. I like this a lot. It's like that movie, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. Every good hero needs a good theme song. And uh, we've, we've, we've got one now. So without further ado, let's break out the new Locked On Chargers podcast theme song. Locked on, locked on with Derek Togeson, Togeson. your man's request. Locked on like FIBA, receiving number one. Locked on, locked on, no fluff, real talk by Derek Togeson. Locked on, locked on, dropping all joints, polished five days, yeah, we are. Locked on, locked on, no fluff, real talk by Derek Togeson. Locked on, locked on, realness, like Corey, we legit. Say it like you mean, it's pronounced legit, here you get. All the real that you miss, real content, real scoops, realness, feel this. Way better than the average, real high marks, why we settling for average? We don't play games when we do, we ain't average. Social media savage. Very well done, Kenyatta. I like it. Thank you so much for doing that. You can find him at uh, Requested on Twitter at R-I-Q-U-E-S-T-E-D. He can make you some beats, man. He can do some rhymes for you. I think that's how the kids say it right now. I'm more of a, I'm a, I'm a rock guy at heart, but I also uh, have lots of Eminem and uh, Snoop and Dre on my, on my workout mix. So, uh, Kenyatta, thank you very much for doing that. We're going to be uh, been using that as our new theme song. That is just, that's just awesome. <laughs> that's really cool. Okay, let's get to the news of the day. Uh, that is Manti Teo. Injury confirmed. I mean, we already really knew it, but uh, head coach Mike McCoy at his press conference on Monday confirming Manti Teo torn Achilles tendon out for the season in his contract year. And it happened in Indiana. I mean, not far from Notre Dame where he played his college ball and became a Heisman Trophy finalist and, and, and really made, made a huge name for himself. It's sad to see another guy go down. That is three weeks Three impact players who have been lost to a season-ending injury. Keenan Allen, Danny Woodhead, Manti Teo. 
I mean, this, this has got, it's got to find a way to stop. And I'm always soliciting folks to, to send questions to me. And we've got one. Donnie Taylor from Twitter, at DonnieDonut17, asks, um, are, are the injury, are the many injuries we're seeing to Chargers players due to Mike McCoy's inability to prepare his players? Uh, Donnie, that's a really, really good question. I think it's probably related in some capacity, but I you know, some of these things are, are, are kind of fluke and freak things. If you're not putting your players in a position to be safe and successful, that's on the coaches. There's no question. But some of these, I mean, these are non-contact injuries, and that's what's so fluky about them. But I was able to talk in the locker room after the game at Lucas Oil Stadium with safety Dwight Lowry. Nine years in the league, been relatively healthy, never had one of these non-contact injuries. And uh, he was very honest and very insightful and very enlightened on this. By the way, Dwight Lowry, one of the most thoughtful NFL players I have been around in my darn near 20 years of being in the media. This guy, he's, he really knows what he's talking about. So this is a little bit long, but I'm going to play you part of the interview I had with Dwight about, about he, he really believes that some of these non-contact things, the ACLs, the Achilles tendons, are preventable. And here's his rationale for that. It's unfortunate we had a lot of injuries happen. Uh, you know, I was talking earlier about, you know, we've had quite a few non-contact injuries, and uh, as a teammate, uh, I, I hate seeing that because I feel like it's something that can be avoided. Um, and you know, maybe I, mean, I don't have the answers. I don't know, but um, I feel like every um, avenue needs to be exhausted in terms of figuring that situation out. How can it be avoided? And where, where do guys look to make sure that doesn't happen? Um. You got to understand your body first. Um, this is my ninth year playing, and uh, uh, that's one thing I feel that um, is very important in terms of, of, of continuing to play and playing consistently is understanding your body, what feels right, what doesn't feel right, um, talking to the right people in terms of uh, um, uh, if I'm talking to you, I need to explain how my body feels exactly so that whoever that professional is and what they do in terms of healing the body can put you in the best situation possible to get you operating as optimal as possible. Um, you know, it's um, a lot of it's on the player. Uh, and, and taking ownership of, you know, this is your business and, and, um, and how you um, approach it uh, on, on a day to day basis. Uh, is vital. And I believe guys on this team do uh, take uh, uh, as much care of the body as they possibly can, um, but maybe it's, it's, you got to take an extra step or you got you to seek out um, um, other alternatives um, uh, as far as um, um, preventative measures um, so that injuries like that won't happen. I was going to say, you're not blaming anybody here, no, right? No, 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 no. There's no blame at all, uh, no way, shape, or form. I just think that um, as uh, at least individually, because that's what I can control. Okay, what am I doing? Am I doing everything that I can to put my body in the situation that those types of things won't happen? And I want to reiterate, he's not blaming anybody specifically or any of these players who are going down with these non-contact injuries. He's not doing that at all, but he thinks maybe there, there's something out there that is causing this. And I think a lot of people around the NFL, and who, even casual followers, are wondering, what is going on with all these things, man? It's some, I mean, like Danny Woodhead tried to plant, got hit. That, that, that you can't help. 
right? That that's a, a football injury. It's part of the game. It's it's tragic and it sucks. But there's a reason for it. Some of these non-contact things are just inexplicable. And they're not just happening to the Chargers, by the way. They're happening to everybody around the NFL. Every team has something like this happen at some point. Look at Jordy Nelson and the Packers last year, right? Um, It's very interesting to see this kind of stuff happening. And then to hear someone like Lowry saying, you know what, maybe we're not exhausting all avenues to try and keep all of our players healthy. Interesting debate, and I think that'll be probably continued as we move along uh, throughout not just this season, but the next several years as NFL teams try and keep their players on the field. Now, the other big issue is uh, the Chargers can't win close games. They simply cannot do it. And and everybody's going to point the finger at Mike McCoy, the head coach, and rightfully so. He cannot win close games. The last two years, three and eleven against uh, three and eleven record in games that have been decided by one score or less. That is coaching. All right, you could talk about execution, the player injury. Whatever. That is one hundred percent coaching. And by the way, those three wins against Jacksonville, Cleveland, Detroit, three teams with losing records who are not all that good when it comes to playing football. So McCoy is able to beat up on some of the the sisters of the poor around the National Football League. He cannot win close games. He cannot win close games, certainly against even decent competition. And and what's really frustrating to me is I go into the locker room and I ask these guys, how do you finish? How do you look? 29 players on this Chargers roster are in their first or second year in the NFL. That's, That's a ton. Right? They're extremely young, but they have to learn how to finish games from somewhere. That somewhere has to come from the coaching staff. They're the ones that get these guys ready. They're the ones that show them how to do it, how to win in the NFL. The coaching staff has to be the, the, the catalyst for showing them how to win close games, how to finish games. We asked multiple players in the locker room afterwards, what's going on? Why can't you win close games? Phillip Rivers, Denzel Perryman, Joe Barksdale, Melvin Gordon, all kind of trying to figure out things, and they all had a little bit different take on how to finish close games. I think we have to win one, and uh, we just have to win one. You know, we, hadn't won, we haven't won one like this. Not, not, there's not one that just jumps out at me. Um, so we have to win one like this, and then – we will, we can, it can become where we expect to. And I, and I don't, I don't think that we don't expect to now, but when you do it and you see how you do it. Um, and I thought when we tried out there the minute 17, I thought, I felt like we thought we were going to go win the game. It felt a little bit, I mean, you know, of course, of course the competitor in us, right. I've once, once he got down past in field goal range, I was begging for him to score. You know, so we didn't have to go out there with 25 seconds left. And in my mind, I was going, they scored too fast. I mean, you know, that, that was our mindset on the, on the sideline. We felt like we were going to go win the game, and we didn't. We didn't get it done. Uh, we just got to finish, man. That's all it is. Uh, and that's what it comes down to, just finishing. And we just got to finish the game, man. You know, we just got to really pay attention to detail, you know, really hone in and uh, just finish. How do you I mean? But how do you do that? I mean, attention to detail is one thing, but if I mean, how do you how do you get that knowledge if you if you don't have it yet? I mean, about not having it, man. That's what we prepare for. So you know, everybody know what to do. You know, you just got to do it. I haven't seen the film, but I'm pretty sure execution is a word you're gonna hear. Um, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. And um, we did execute some things well, some things we didn't execute so well. So 
you know, we need to get a higher execution uh, rate. We just got to dig in. You know, it's all about a want. And not that guys don't, but you just got to find a way. And, and, and coach, you know, he says that all the time. You know, the great players, they find a way to, to make it happen. You know, somebody, some some position, regardless, have to step up and make a play for the team to to, to end the game. And uh, you know, we failed to do that as a unit. And uh, you know, but it's a long season, so you know, I'm not I'm not worried. We're gonna be good because I know we're a great team. You know what's crazy is they're all right in some capacity. They're all right. The defending the coaching staff, I think, is is I it, it almost seems like it's forced. At this point, you know, I'm not, now I'm just, I'm, this is completely my opinion here. It seems like they're, they don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but these guys, like I said before the season, 11 win roster, five win head coach, split the difference. You can have an eight and eight football team. That's not good enough. But as we've said before, mediocre apparently nowadays keeps your job in San Diego when it comes to the NFL, but we'll, we'll deal with that later on way down the season. In fact, I have a, have an idea I'd like to talk to you guys about tomorrow. Sean Payton versus Mike McCoy might be an opening there. We'll discuss that on Tuesday's show. I think that's a very uh, fascinating and interesting discussion. But uh, these guys need to learn how to finish. It's, it's plain and simple. There is nothing else they, they, they talk about. They don't know how to win close games. And McCoy afterwards, after the game uh, in Indianapolis on Sunday, we were asking him about that. And he said, well, it's not just the end of the game. People focus on the end of the game because it's, you know, that's where – but it could be you got to make plays all throughout the game. You can't put yourself in that position to be close at the end. And, yeah, that's true. It's not just everybody, you know, rushes in the fourth quarter. You need to make plays the entire time in an NFL game. But here's the problem. As Phillip said – it's what this league is. Sunday's game in Indy was what this league is. It's a back-and-forth close affair. And the team that's able to be calm and in control at the end of the game is going to win when it's a close, back-and-forth, tit-for-tat affair. That is coaching. And right now, the Chargers don't have anywhere near good enough coach. I feel like I'm kicking a dead horse here. Yes, the Chargers lose close games. Yes, the coaching staff is not good enough to try and do it's, it's, you know, rinse and repeat every season. All right now, like I said, the Saints are coming into town. They're now after their Monday night loss, 0-3. It's looking like Sean Payton might be on the outs there. I have a few takes on that that I'll share with you on Tuesday. But for now, i got to decompress a little bit more. I'm, 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 I'm going to stop myself before I say something really dumb. And really, and really um, um, incendiary. So, um, Chargers fans, again, thank you for listening. This is the Locked On Chargers podcast. We are here for you Monday through Friday. I'm Derek Togerson. You can ask me questions at uh, Derek NBCSD on Twitter or on Facebook, Derek Togerson NBC7 San Diego. Uh, like I said, I want to make the show as interactive as possible. I'm here for you. I get access to these guys. I can talk to them in the locker room. I'm at every game, um, trying to figure out, trying to figure out what the heck is going on with this football team, man. Because honestly, I mean, I, I would, I, I hope it's not as simple as the head coach stinks. I hope, I hope it's not that. I hope there's something else going on here that is diagnosable and fixable. And we're going to keep looking for that. All right, one and two. Certainly not the end of the world. Plenty of playoff teams have started one and two. Uh, they have a winnable game coming up on Sunday. Then they got to go on the road to Oakland. 
and you know how the Raiders are on the up and coming thing. All right, so you, this this if they're it's going to be hard to win that game in Oakland. All right, let's go ahead and chalk that up as an L. So they have to win this game coming up against the Saints because then they'll be two and two. All right, two and three is overcomable. One and four, you're DOA. You're dead in the water. There's no chance of making the playoffs. And then you've got a vote coming up, man. You've let two close games get away from you. And you've got a stadium vote you're trying to come up with. By the way, we're going to get some stadium talk in soon here, too. I'm hearing some rumblings about some different things about the Chargers' future in San Diego or out of San Diego. Very interesting developments. I'm trying to flush that out right now, but I'm also working that thread, working that beat. Could be potentially very good news for people who want to keep the, the Chargers in San Diego in a new facility. And it might not be the downtown facility. I know it's a huge tease for you guys. I understand that. But it's once you know that's on the radar. And uh, when I get it all kind of flushed out and have an idea what's going on, I'll be able to, to share that with you all as well. All right. I'm Derek Togerson. Thank you so much again for listening. The podcast keeps growing, man. Also, I want to encourage you to listen to uh, any of the other Locked On podcasts. you got Locked On NFL, Locked On all 32 other NFL teams. Uh, we have the Saints coming up. Listen, subscribe to the Locked On Saints podcast. Going to get some really good information out of all of these, uh, especially the uh, AFC West, Locked On Chiefs, Locked On Raiders, Locked On Broncos. Check these guys out. Give them a listen. Really insightful, good stuff. David Locke, the play-by-play voice of the Utah Jazz, started this whole thing building. And what he told me when he asked me to do this is hyper-local podcast. And that's what we try to do. We focus on, there's lots of other stuff going on around the NFL. Listen to Matt Williamson and the Locked On NFL podcast if you want all that. We are focused on the Chargers, on San Diego. And ESPN, yeah, the four-letter network, they don't focus on the Chargers at all unless something really bad or historically good happens. So if you want to get some really, really good Chargers information, check us out. Check out the other local podcasts. There are many of us on the Chargers, but we all have good takes and we all are big fans of the team and try to do things as honestly and and as uh, enthusiastically as possible. Um, So yeah, check it out. You got a lot of good Chargers content out there, folks. Again, thank you for listening. I'm Derek Togerson, Derek NBC SD on Twitter, Derek Togerson NBC San Diego on Facebook. Thank you again. I will talk to you all tomorrow night. And as hard as it is to say this, after another close road loss you let get away, I still believe it. Go Bolts. You are Locked On Chargers, your daily podcast on the San Diego Chargers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figure it out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.